Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Monday Show 43. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, how has the week been treating you thus far? Good, good. We're, I think, back on schedule. You know, we were Jimmy jacking things back and forth, you know, that we had two uh, um, news shows in a row, and now we'll get back to Monday news show monday new show so forth well, I, I although mean, today's tuesday so yeah right right it was kind of monday kind of not i'm thinking about changing it to the yesterday show because it's always about what we played yesterday right yeah that's true actually and you know if it's called the yesterday show then it doesn't matter what day it's on that's a good idea i like that well actually it doesn't matter anyway because it's my channel damn it yeah and we can have the monday show on friday if we want to that's right that's right yeah we'll think about oh. it right Chat filling out nicely already. We've got Recycled in the house, Void Cat, Spry Guy, Mepper, Roy Schwartz, Gamer Chick, Scion, Slayblaze. Thanks for showing up, guys. We really uh, appreciate it. Yeah, you know, that's two days in a row. Mepper, yes, last time he uh, slid in thinking he was an hour late, or he said he saw the, the announcement and we were late, and so he came in right when it started. And then this time we were a couple minutes delayed and he finished his dinner and now he's good to go. So um, I think we're good. Uh, a viewer after my own heart roots. We are the, uh, the VR procrastinator channel. So like uh, <laughs> if you're a little bit late, if you like to put stuff off, Hey, it don't really matter. We're going to do the same thing anyway. We'll all just kind of agree to meet around the same times each week. And, uh, and we'll figure it out when we get here. Right. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, that one show Anthony did where he was running late and somebody commented, and and uh, we'll leave it at that. Very interesting little tidbit there. Um, but hopefully we we'll never get to that point, because if we get to that point, something's going on. Um, yes. But uh, Slaveway says the aliens have fled from your background. They've fled from your background and straight into my VR headset. They did, but you know what? I'll tell you what. Look at the you got a couple planets on there. I still see an alien background um in the atmosphere. So that was a pretty That's cool true. show. It's pretty fun talking to um Skiva and Anthony about uh UFOs and aliens. Uh it's different. So, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to um I mean, these are the type of things that uh people love to talk about. But nobody ever really does because you don't really know who's going to think you're a lunatic and who's going to be on board. But uh, generally, the way it goes with me, uh, the more I speak my mind about this or anything else, uh, the more like-minded I find out that we all really are. Yeah, that's what I'm finding, too, with all the weirdness going on You know, over the last couple months. I just try to be as vocal as I can and and get into conversations with people, and then I find out that more people will think like I do. And I'm, yes, I'm deliberately not saying what I'm talking about for a reason, because we're not going to get shut down again over something stupid. Um, but yeah, it's just a crazy world. Yeah. And while we're on the topic of uh, Nostradamus Jr., uh, remember when we had him on our show and we were talking about the, the at that time, the, the newly revealed uh, mystery Oculus headset and, uh, and he was speculating that it was the next version of the Oculus Go. Mm. Yeah, not so much. If you did, you catch the news today? I did actually, and I was—I uh, mean, I wasn't shocked. I mean, we've known the Go was going bye-bye for a long time. As a matter of fact, we even joked about how many people 
opened their Christmas gift and got the Go because their parents didn't know the difference between the Go and the Quest, and they were all excited. And then uh, they found out, oh, man, this kind of sucks. As a matter of fact, my nephew, I believe, he got a Go. I don't even, I've never, he came over here for Father's Day and played some uh, VR with my daughters, and I, I don't even know if I've ever seen him use that Go in his life, um, if that tells you anything. So, and he's big into VR. You know, I've been waiting on them to get down to like a hundred bucks or less, uh, because I do think that there are use cases for them. That it's a, it is a fairly remarkable device when you consider what it is and when it came out. Uh, so yeah, maybe I'll actually get my shot at one now, super cheap. Yeah, or do you think they'll go expensive because they're rare to get? I don't know, probably not. Oh, but no way, man, no way. And, and I'll tell you what else, man. I'm just, uh, you know, I expected this, but I am relieved to finally have confirmation of it. Uh, because now we know, we know that whatever it is that Oculus is working on next is going to be a gaming device. And I wouldn't be surprised and I might get lynched for saying this, but I wouldn't be surprised if they said the same thing about the rip line as well. And they just go with one headset to rule them all from here on out, a, a standalone slash PC headset, uh, that uh that, that does everything I really makes a lot of sense if you think about it i don't even think people would care as long as the specs are there you know give me one headset to rule them all as long as it's better than the the this one this version which we know a new version's coming out i just want more comfort i want more space for uh for storage and uh, i think you know obviously the upgrades on the visuals but they've they pretty much nailed the quest i believe in general i mean it's just done so well uh so we're we're in exciting times for sure yeah oculus making moves brother because not only that uh they they announced plans uh pretty much to to do away with the need for side loading uh they're not changing their policy to let people uh developers have access to the official quest store easier they're not doing that but they're uh they're giving these vague hints that they're they're going to be providing other avenues for those developers that got left out by their curation policy. And uh, I think it's an awesome thing. I think it's good for everybody, with the exception of uh, the guys that run SideQuest. My, maybe not the best thing for those guys. Yeah, I agree. Sion just, he always goes back whenever the quest is brought up every time. And maybe it's you're like this as well. If anybody else is, let us know. Um, it's all about that latency in the cable. Now, is that, do you notice a latency difference or a problem? I mean, because everybody seems, well, he seems to talk about it. And if he's talking about it, then it must be a thing if people are out there, right? Yeah, it's not so much a latency thing as a bandwidth thing. Um, the, uh, the latency, I don't notice. Now, with that said, I don't exactly play Beat Saber every day either. You know, I'm generally playing a slow-paced single-player game. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't notice any latency whatsoever with the link connection. Now there is latency, uh, at least the last time I tried virtual desktop wireless, mm. there was some latency there, but the, uh, the, the tethered connection, no latency, there is a slight, and I emphasize slight degradation in video quality. Um, but a lot of that can be, uh, can be worked around through, you know, uh, adjusting the render uh, resolution and super sampling. What about from a CV1 perspective? Do you think it's it's definitely above the CV1? 
you know, it's a little bit lower than the Rift S, but uh, still phenomenal. Because I know, you know, that's one of the things. That's why I'm kind of glad I went did what I did with the the Rift S and the CV1. Because I'm I'm a, realizing how much of an upgrade the Rift S is, even though it's CV1 still an amazing headset. Um, you know, I did I notice the clarity every time I get in there. I'm like, oh, I remember the Rift S, and I'm all a nostalgic for it. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, well, and one thing a lot of people uh, forget about is the fact that the newer headsets, both the Quest and the Rift S, have different lenses in them, and that was probably the biggest thing for me. Uh, I know it, it affects different people in different ways, but the uh, the glare, the God rays, were the really the thing that bothered me the most about CV1. Screen door it, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's still a little bit of screen door on uh, on Quest. There's, there's, that's definitely the biggest advantage of the Rift S over the Quest is it's a sharper picture. Uh, but in my opinion, uh, only by a little bit. And mm. um, the, the difference that you get in the, uh, the, the, the colors and the blacks in the, uh, in the Oculus Quest, it more than makes up for that, yeah. in my opinion. Okay. Well, um, we're going to be talking about uh, well, the the uh, mod obviously that we worked on, and then the the different demos we tried. But I was going to bring up a mod. I didn't bring up any clips, and I'm not going to go into too much detail. But have you ever heard of the Helix Vision mod by chance, or not? Uh, I guess it's a game or something. I don't know. It's an actual program. That that term sounds familiar to me, but I I would be lying if I sit here and could say I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, I stumbled onto it yesterday, and it's um it's kind of like big screen but with 3D, and it's got a list of games you can do, and you can do other games as well. Um, but the only one I was able to get to work really well was FX Pinball, uh, FX3, and that's almost. Oh, you yeah, it's almost worth getting like because you can't move. It's not like you know in VR where you're moving around, but it's on a screen, but it's in 3D, and um, it looked phenomenal. But I guess there's there's issues with uh, the 3D stereoscopic. I guess they took that out of the Nvidia drivers a while ago, so you got to roll back drivers. And my particular heart video card doesn't work very well with it, I guess. But uh, I'm just interested. I know other people have tried it. I saw Fast Lawyer um, YouTube. I saw some current recent ones, but it's it's really good. It's it's head and shoulders better 3D wise in what I've seen when you do the uh, the same thing in Vorpex. Because what got me going is I did the uh, Sea of Thieves thing on Vorpex, found out that I'm better off going um, virtual desktop with a big screen because the I don't know how bad the performance had to have been on paradise decays video but i can't imagine i've been that good because i'm using a 2080 and it just wasn't viable but uh anyway yeah. i just uh was curious about that i um just a whole different rabbit hole of a mod that i didn't even know existed so yeah man and and while we're on the topic i want to go ahead and shout out paradise decay uh he had a video a few days back where he was giving away five keys for vorpex and i watched the video and uh, I started to, to enter the contest and then I decided against it because, you know, we get so many keys and stuff uh, with, you know, with our channel here that I felt kind of bad entering a, a, a giveaway. So I watched the video and I just went on about my business. Well, a couple of days later, PD does another Vorpex video 
for um, Sea of Thieves, actually. And uh, uh, I make, you know, I'm chatting and I make the comment, you know, hey, I need I need board packs. Uh, I, I think I need to get it. And uh, he talks me in to uh, entering his giveaway. He says, you should go enter the giveaway. Everybody, uh, everybody has an equal shot. And uh, so I went over there and uh, I left a comment. That's all you had to do was leave a comment and like the video. So I left a comment and uh, sure enough, the next day I woke up and uh, PD's delivered me a message on Discord saying, congratulations, you won. So uh, now uh, our our possibilities for the Monday show when it comes to mods has just been blown through the roof. Thanks to the people at Vorpex and thanks to our good friend Paradise Decay. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw that. And that's what kind of got me interested. And I actually, to do the Sea of Thieves mod, sea of Thieves mod um, with Vorpex, you had, at least from what I can see, I, I couldn't do it without buying it on Steam. Like it had to be through Steam. The Xbox app is blocking it. And, and I had all sorts of issues with it hooking the game. As soon as I bought it on Steam, immediately was able to hook it um but uh so it is something that at least from what i can see you're gonna have to do on steam and maybe if you have a beefy really beefy computer or maybe there's ways to tweak it uh but i used the material wood or whatever one he recommended in the video and uh the performance just wasn't there even in cinematic view or in with a window where you're instead of being full three vr so i don't know man i my my i'm still up in the air on vorpex because the performance issues that it caused uh, for that game anyway was just so much that it was like, well, there's no way I could do this. So. Well, I'll just say um, check out the YouTube channel Stereo 3D Productions. Uh, I've, I've looked a lot into Vorpex, and that channel by far is the most uh, informative uh, channel when it comes to Vorpex tutorials that I've ever seen. It's very detailed. And uh, it'll explain to you just how everything works. Well, my plan is now that you're in it for the show, you'll figure it out. And then you'll like, hey, Roots, this is how you tweak it. And then we'll figure it out together, uh, meaning you'll figure it out and then I'll tweak it. <laughs> hey, I, ho I hope you're ready to play some Resident Evil 7 because that's the first thing I'm going through for, brother. I tried that on that uh, that other program because that I guess you can get it and people say it looks phenomenal. And I was kind of bummed that I couldn't get it to work. So I will. I want to try that on Vorpex because I actually, if I don't get that, I tried it and I and it's going to be just as good, Wes. I actually pulled it up in Virtual Desktop. Virtual Desktop is amazing the way you can bring that screen in, get it close enough. You can really make it feel like you, I mean, lacking the 3D, obviously. Uh, but then you get the performance because it's not doing all that extra 3D BS. So... Uh, Ray Delator says he has an everybody's golf VR code for us to give away. Oh, Thanks, nice. Ray. That's 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 really cool. We're actually starting to uh, collect keys because the uh, the 2020 show is is you know it's approaching quickly, and uh, if we're going to match what we did last year, we're going to have to start planning pretty soon here. So uh, yeah, just uh, hit us up off off air here. Well, I guess uh, maybe on on Discord or something, and uh, and uh and we'll uh we'll gladly accept thank you very much yeah and, and to answer scion my video is not freezing up on me but uh and i'm not seeing not one dropped frame that's what i love about this uh obs man you can see i, I mean it's running smooth we so far knock on wood west which i don't believe in that bs 
uh everything's been perfect as far as these last weeks a couple weeks of live streams as far as the signal being so strong which is awesome yeah we've had a good signal now uh upon watching some of these uh playbacks it seems like our our audio goes out of sync from time to time but this is a problem that we expected we we kind of knew what what we were going to have issues with when we decided to go live and it's never been completely terrible just a little off yeah yeah wow and that was a long intro man we didn't even talk too much about anything we were going to talk about um well i guess we probably should get around to that huh yeah uh so uh we uh as we all know the steam summer festival has been taking place lately and i I guess it's over with now but uh for the better part of the last week and a half the steam summer game festival has been going on and with it uh came a ton of awesome uh vr games with uh behind the scenes footage and playable demos uh, some of the demos I downloaded, some of the demos I didn't. Same thing for my friend Roots over here. Um, but uh, we never really got around to playing them until recently, or at least I did. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about first today, was we're going to talk about some of these Steam demos that we downloaded. And Roots, I, I downloaded all of them and installed them immediately. But when I went in to try to play them this morning, they didn't all work for me. Uh the uh, Paper Beast is still working. The uh, Hospitality VR is still working. Um, but uh, the the Blunt Force and the, um, what was the other one? Now, now, the Lost Eye. Yeah, neither one of those would work for me. But you did get a chance to play those two, did you not? Yeah, I did, actually. And it's funny you say that because, um, I don't know, man. I had, like, high expectations for this first one, Blunt Force, just because it's, World War II, Scion's been stoking me up for World War II lately. And um, this, I I can't say enough um, about the way they locked everything in the settings. Like, I I mean, I get it. Like they want, they, they want it to run as best as it can and they don't want all the weirdness, people getting sick or whatever, but the, the movement is so slow and it's teleport. And it's very painful to move around, and it really, really drove me crazy. And I, I wanted to change it to, I think, snap turn, or I wanted just to walk. I just wanted to, to normally walk. Um, you can't, none, none, all the settings are locked, so that was kind of a bummer. But I guess it's a, a demo, right? Um, but uh, other than that, it was okay. I mean, I, I, somebody was saying that this what they had seen a video of it, and it didn't blow them away. And that's kind of how I felt about it. I felt like it, it's got a lot of potential just because of the genre it is. Um, and that guy should get pissed, at least if you're throwing something at him. But uh, it just, for me, it just felt very, man, I guess that's a demo. Like, it is what it is. Um, there's a part coming up here where you're supposed to be hiding from a tank. I deliberately didn't hide and just stood up and, and nothing happened to me. I was a little bummed about that. But um, overall, it was, it was, a, it was a decent uh, thing. It was something that I, I'd like to see them tweak it a little bit more and be able to move better and uh um yeah well that, that's the cool thing about it is you know stuff like that you know uh uh locomotion style and speed things like that are, are easy fixes generally if, if the game doesn't ship with enough options uh it it comes in the first patch right um 
What kind of game was this? I mean, what what was what were you set to do uh, in this demo? Well, you were. I mean, you're obviously it's World War Two, and you're. Um, it's like starts out in a in this cafe, right? And so you're looking around, and like all of a sudden stuff starts happening, starts some explosion happens, and you're seeing all this shattering coming in, and and your guys like, uh, oh no, I you know I don't know if this is real or not. Like you can tell, it's like he has obviously has PTSD, um, and then it goes into the same uh cafe in the war so it's it's clearly supposed to be like world war ii it's supposed to bring you into that genre bring you or that time period give you a sense of what it was like i guess um but the movement for me is just was so painstakingly painstakingly slow to move around um not what i would imagine this type of a game would be but i mean it's story based it was intriguing i wanted to see more about what was going on um so do you think that um, that these developers, we know that this game has been in development for a long time. Uh, do you feel like that these guys are in a race against the uh, Medal of Honor game and after it comes out, it's kind of going to fill that void and uh, nobody's going to be all that excited for Blunt Force anymore? Uh, probably. I mean, I haven't seen that much from Medal of Honor, but what we've seen, um, it's just a, a, a polish on a different level and it's, um if metal of honor comes out first i would think this thing is just dies uh you know what i mean like i don't i don't know I, it just depends on how much more they have of this and what they can tweak and of course what metal of honor is going to be like but i my thought is metal of honor is going to come out and it's just going to be friggin amazing um one of a kind of that type and then absolutely this one will be like pff, gone you know uh, graphically uh, speaking and sound wise, uh, it looks like the production values are pretty high here. How did it look in the headset? Yeah, it looked good. It looked, uh, you know, it wasn't didn't blow me away, but it definitely looked good. Sounded good, you know. I mean, um, you know, it made you feel like you're uh, you're there, but um, you know, again, you're. I don't know. I just wanted more out of it. So I, I'm I'm bad with demos, though. I'm like you. I had all these demos downloaded, and I waited till the last minute because there's part of me that doesn't want to play a demo I want to play the game. You know, I don't want to play a partially made demo um, because then I, I come out feeling negative in, in ways that I don't like to feel Wes. I don't like to be negative. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, it just depends, man. Now, I've played some good ones and I've played some bad ones. Now this is something that PlayStation VR does very well. Uh, whenever they put out a demo, they generally give you like a whole level or a, a nice, chunk of game to play through whereas uh, uh or renlo is another good example i thought the renlo demo was was pretty good and we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute um but what about this other one this uh now the lost eye and i hope i'm pronouncing that right i would have no idea if i weren't uh but what about that one that's another very beautiful looking game from a production standpoint uh how did it live up to the uh to your expectations yeah, it looked cool i mean it definitely had that cool looking vibe um you know the graphics were cool my thing is i don't know what this game is you know i was i mean i it, it was definitely um more of a mystery for me than it was revealing but it was cool i mean i'd be interested to see a little bit more um you know i mean it looked like in this beginning scene i i kind of felt like these guys like came out of a demonic realm and sucked the soul out of this this being and then just left. I said, "Later's, dude. 
Um, so it was, uh, it was, it was different, but, um, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the demo, but, uh, um, I, like I said, I don't know exactly what type of game this is going to be, but, uh, it was pretty cool, especially from an artistic standpoint. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that that's a, a recurring theme that we're going to come back to when we talk about another one of these demos, but, uh, yeah, it looks beautiful. It looks, uh, and, and I'm, I'm really digging some of these new art styles that um that these vr game developers are coming up with to uh take low texture uh graphics but still use lighting use contrast use particle effects and bloom to make a, a really beautiful uh world we're seeing more and more of this in games now uh because of honestly because of the oculus quest and people's desire to publish their games on that platform uh people are getting better at it and I, I feel like this is a good example of that yeah i agree and I, I always like when i can feel like like a literal cartoon or a comic book came out of the you know it's it came to life and you just went in it and you're experiencing it so so did you do anything in this would you call it a playable demo or was it more cinematic eh, it was more cinematic you did do some stuff um but uh like you actually had these these orbs you had to position and do different things so it was more it was actual playing stuff um but i didn't go to get too far into it i can't remember i ran into something that stopped me but i can't remember now i see yeah this is one of the uh the the bigger disappointments with me not being able to to play my demos and I, maybe it's just steam being a butthole but um i tried i tried for an hour to get these things to boot every which way I could online, offline. Uh, and you know, at first it wouldn't let, even let me do like the, uh, the other ones that I ended up getting them to work. But at first it wouldn't let me do any of them. And eventually hmm. I got those other two to work. So that's why I'm thinking maybe, maybe it's some kind of thing with steam. Steam did go down for a little while today. So yeah, uh, off the check. I don't even know what the dates. I thought we had a few more days to play these. I could have sworn, but maybe it is over. I don't see what the point in a time demo is anyway. If you're gonna if you're gonna have a demo and it's a good demo, I mean, why wouldn't you want to put it out there and get people to want to play your game? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, except for the festival or whatever the the Cannes Festival or whatever this what was this a part of? I can't remember now. The Steam uh, Summer Game Festival. Okay, yeah. As long I mean, as well as long as it's a part of a festival, I mean, and that's timed. I can see it. It's like you want to put a, a beginning and an yeah. ending finale thing on it, but. I agree. If it's a good enough demo, you'd want to keep it out there so people could try it, right? Now, so. who's to say? Who's to say it won't come back to? Um, but you're right. We've talked about this before that these, as these conventions, these E3s and Gamescoms, as they move uh, to online or, or, or OC six or seven or whatever uh, the next one's going to be, uh, as they as those conferences move online. Uh, this is a good way for them to make up for the fact that people aren't going to be on the show floor demoing these titles. Uh, they could just have time demos by a steam, by the Oculus store. Uh, so I get it. So uh, it does make uh, sense in that way uh, that they wanted to just keep it for the festival. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it works, whatever they want to do, I guess I'll just uh, go along. It, the, the biggest thing I took away from the, the demos that I did try is this is why I would have never gone to a film festival or whatever 
that has these booths for these demos of these artistic things. Cause if I waited in a line for what I played for like 45 minutes to an hour, I would be upset. I'd be like, no, man, I just want to do it in my house, jump in, check it out, jump out and say, okay, that was what it was. But, um, I'm just not one of those people that's going to West that's going to go to one of these things. I don't think uh, I'm all over it. If I ever have an opportunity, which I guess it is kind of a different world now, but, uh, uh, you know, I still uh, hopefully they they move to uh, virtual platform in a meaningful way. Hopefully the technology will continue to uh, increase in quality level the way it has for the last few years. And, uh, you know, basically what it depends on is uh, are people going to keep buying headsets? If people keep buying the headsets and we get to the point where like half the people or close to half of the people have headsets now. Uh, I think that it, it's going to become a viable platform for things like that. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, uh, I may not have been able to try those two, but I was able to try out Hospitality VR. And this is one that uh, you've seen a lot on YouTube. I mean, uh, PD did a video. Gamertag did a video. I think Paolo even did a video of it. And uh, so, you know, I, I downloaded it and installed it last week because I thought it looked pretty cool. But uh, I really hadn't given it much thought, but the way I keep seeing people bring it up, and it's coming up time and time again, this was really, uh, had become one of the, the biggest uh, ones that I was, you know, anticipating trying out, and uh, it was pretty cool. It wasn't very long, though. Was it scary? Is that your thing? You're always looking for, so you come out of something, and you're like, ah, it's not scaring me. Well, the, the problem with it is, is that, I would not refer to this as a playable demo. Uh, it, it was more of a, it was more cinematic. Mm. Know, there were no controls. Now the funny thing is, you go into it, and you've got your touch controllers in your hands, and uh, as soon as you start the game, it tells you, "Hey, uh, the game doesn't support your controllers. You need to use a mouse <laughs> and keyboard." So uh, I go and I grab my mouse and keyboard. And I have to start the game with my controllers. Uh, so after we get into the game, uh, there's nothing. Oh, actually, no, you don't start the game with your. Oh, you do. You're right. You, it's gaze based, but you have to hit a button on your controller to start it. But uh, after you get into the thing, uh, you're just sitting in a wheelchair and it and you're going down an elevator. The elevator stops. You roll out a few feet. And from that point on, you don't move anymore. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it just makes me think of Alex's wheelchair joke, but, uh, yeah, no, I, um, <laughs> oh, that was good times. But, but, uh, I would, I would say that it, is it scary? It depends on who you're talking to. I mean, uh, to me, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a creepy environment. Uh, did it change my pulse at all? No, but I mean, I'm kind of hardened to this stuff. You know that. So I feel like if you're someone who's sensitive to this kind of thing, that, yeah, it could, it could probably scare somebody. The graphics were really good in it. How about the sound? Was it like totally? Because that's the biggest thing for horror games, right? Is that like really good sounds and creepy creaks and, and that type of stuff? Um, the sound was okay. Like the 3D directional aspect of it was great. Like the, the directional audio was good. Um the the sound effects themselves were were okay i would call them good not great like uh at one point a door starts slamming itself right 
and uh, you can't help but notice that it sounds exactly the same every time it happens. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Where if it were in real life, it would sound slightly different each time. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's things like that. Not a bad sounding effect. It did sound like a door slamming, uh, but there were, was no like variety to it. You know, there wasn't that uh, sense of uh, spont- spontaneity that that comes with a, a high quality VR game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so is this is uh, story driven, right? So I guess obviously somebody's in a wheelchair and they're in this hospital. Um, I remember hearing some, some a little bit about it, but uh, so I guess this will just be a complete horror experience versus a, a game, you know, like puzzle yeah, it's, game. It, or... it's, it, yeah, it seemed like um, a, a, a poltergeist type experience where you're going to be trying to escape the hospital with your life uh, and it's haunted, you know. There's this malevolent spirit that's constantly throwing things around and breaking stuff all around you. It's, it looks very much like it's going to be, uh, an atmosphere driven jump scare game. Uh, but with that said, the atmosphere was pretty thick. It can certainly work. Uh, I got heavy vibes from, um, what's the name of that game on PlayStation VR? The, uh, and, uh, from the makers of until dawn, uh, uh, of course, I can't remember it now that I'm thinking about it. I gotta look it up. Um, I'm getting in this bad habit roots of uh, forgetting stuff. Uh, forgetting stuff when I'm on air. It's uh, it's not um, it's not all the time. Like I, I could spout stuff off if it, were, if it were just me and you, but since I'm on uh, camera here, uh, I can't uh, I can't remember it. So. I'm going to look it up. It, uh, impatient. It's a game. The impatient. Thank you. That's what someone. Hussein said. See you later, Sion. Yes. Yes. This very much gave me vibes of the impatient, but imagine the impatient where you never get to move because it's a demo and you're just sitting there while stuff's going on around you. I want to move. I don't like not moving. It's not fun. Uh, everybody's telling Sion bye. So I guess he has to go somewhere yeah, later, man. He said he has to run. Oh, uh, but yeah, I would. I feel like if you guys played the uh, played this demo and you and it really appealed to you and you were really scared in it, I highly suggest that you play the Impatient. Uh, Impatient got a bad rap because it was released at a uh, a very high price. It was overpriced, and uh, on top of that, people really wanted an Until Dawn game, and it wasn't that. So it got a lot of bad reviews at first. Uh, but I can tell you from experience, I played through it twice. It, it's a good game. Man, well, VR Spry guy says he forgets his own name sometimes, so don't <laughs> don't feel bad. It's just yeah. something that's been happening lately. Like I don't know what it is. Sometimes when I try to quote these games on on air here lately, it seems like I just can't find the word anymore. Mm, yeah, it's the curse. The curse of being on live. Uh, but anyway, hospitality VR. It was worth my time. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's still available if uh, if you like this sort of thing, and you've got five minutes to kill. You want to check it out? I, I I think you should. Yeah, it makes me wonder why some are available and some aren't. There ha- they have to all be available, and you were just having issues for some for some reason. Um, I don't know, but so I guess uh, let's talk. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, I would say that uh, that most likely this. Um, 
hospitality and paper beasts, they were probably going to have demos anyway. Mm. Uh, and it wasn't really so much to do with that festival, if I have to guess. I gotcha. Well, speaking of paper beasts, that is the one that we both tried, right? Paper beast. Yeah, absolutely. I, I gave that one, uh, gave that one a look just before, uh, before we come on. All right. So what do you think about paper beast? I thought it was pretty cool. This beginning part, like ripping those, those sheets down and watching them blow off in the wind and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, what is going on? Why am I, you know, like what, you know, and then I realized I started yanking stuff down and it was pretty cool. Yeah, man, uh, as expected, a very unique art style. It was a lot more colorful than I thought it was going to be. For some reason, I felt like the uh, the the tone was going to be a bit more muted, but uh, I was uh, pleasantly surprised at the, the color palette that they had going on here. You know what I was pleasantly surprised about was how much I could whip those little guys around. I was whipping them around. Like First, I started feeding them the, the paper, and then they grew... And then I started whipping them around. Then I started like griefing them and making like throwing them way far away and then making letting them make their way back and then throwing them again. And and then I felt bad <laughs> for them. And um, but no, it was pretty cool. It was very unique. I I still don't know what the hell I'm supposed to be doing in this game. I mean, I, I'm assuming we only got a small taste of the on the demo because I got to that pool and I found those two uh young ones and I grew them up a little bit and then there was not much more I could do after that except for throw them around. I don't know. Did you, so, so did you make it to the end of the demo? Did like it stop? No, and, uh, I don't know. Maybe okay. it, is there an Ooh. end? Uh, yeah, I'm not very far after where that, that, that little pull, but there is, uh, there's a little bit more after that, that, okay. uh, that you can, uh, you can do. And I, I, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you afterwards if you want to know how to do it, how to uh, get it to end. But uh, I don't want to spoil it for people out there who might want to go out there and try it. It was pretty cool. The ending of it was actually the coolest part to me. Mm. I didn't sit and, and screw around with them quite as much as you did. I, I threw them a couple of times. I uh, tried to manipulate them by, like, teasing them with food and stuff. Um, did you find any of, like, the, the mean creatures? Uh, mean? Is that one mean? I found, I no, found that big guy, the, and I found the two small guys. That's all I found there are creatures that are made completely out of colored paper and they attack the other animals. Oh, that's not nice. And you can't move them. You can't pick them up and throw them like you can the, the white creatures. So you can like throw the good ones away to keep them away from that guy. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So I, that's my, that was my thing as I was playing. I was like, what in the world is this? What am I supposed to be doing? That's the thing. I I'm confused on what this game is. I didn't get to make water um you know i guess that's like more in the um like yeah, the sandbox mode or something okay yeah yeah basically uh I, I i echo your sentiment here i feel like uh that this game could be uh interesting uh engaging beautiful obviously the sound and, and look of it beautiful but i feel like uh if, if this is a 20 hour game or a 15 hour game it's going to be uh, 15 to 20 hours of me sitting there going, okay, what am I supposed to be doing here? Yeah, because so, so far, I don't know. I mean, it was fun feeding them. Um, you know, and there, I, I found that, like, this one was really greedy, Wes, and he kept trying to steal it from the other one, and I was trying to be fair and spread it out, and uh, it wasn't working. That guy just, like, jumped in and grabbed it. So they get very aggressive for that paper. 
Yeah, they got to get it, man. Got to get that paper. Yeah, see, and then that uh, big guy won't take it. He doesn't. He doesn't want the paper, man. Screw yeah, I it. think that you're basically supposed to just travel across this landscape, um, kind of like some sort of an exodus. Uh, they're going. You're going to find obstacles along the way, uh, dead ends that you come to, and the the way that you're going to make your way through is by manipulating these animals and getting them to manipulate the environment for you. I think that's kind of the, the, the concept here because that's pretty much how I I'm, was able to, to make my way through the demo and, and find the end of it was by uh, messing around with these guys and, um, and, and basically getting them to uh, alter the landscape in ways that you didn't expect. Oh, okay. Well, Phil Yarn says he was watching Impact Wrestling on Twitch, and it's the best. I never heard of Impact Wrestling. I might have to check it out. But uh... Uh, Impact Wrestling used to go by uh, TNA Wrestling. Maybe you've heard of that. Oh. It's been around for a good, a good long while now. I quit watching it uh, a few years back uh, because it just—they uh, lost most of their talent, and uh, you know, every time I dip in, they do something stupid like. Last time I watched it, the the, the world heavyweight champion uh, was a, a women's wrestler. And I, I know it's not real, but you're supposed to be able to, to suspend disbelief. And when you've got this 160, 170-pound girl beating up 300-pound dudes, I just I can't get into that, man. Yeah, maybe she's got superpowers. There's the colored bastards right there, Wes, and they are attacking that son of a bitch. Um, yeah. I never got to that. That's creepy, man. I, uh, I'm kind of glad I didn't. I had a nice, peaceful world. I didn't have any colored creatures attacking anything. Um, scary. Uh, so, like, yeah, yeah, right. Phil Yarn says, yep, Tessa. Yeah, and, you know, I've got a lot of respect for her as a, uh, a performer. I think she's a really good wrestler, Phil. Uh, and, and I love her dad, obviously. Uh, but, uh, you know, whoever's booking Impact Wrestling, I, I got a question, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I've never heard of Impact Wrestling, never watched it, but now you open my eyes, Phil Yarn. I'm going to check it out. But, uh, yeah, so with this demo, it seems, Roots, like you played the peaceful half and you missed out on the chaos because pretty much everything from that point forward was chaotic. No, it's, there's no chaos in my world, man. It's nice and peaceful. Everything is, everybody's happy. You're hand-feeding paper to these beasts. And... uh yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of, I want to see the whole game. I want to see what it's all about. Is this one of those ones that said it's come to infinity or what do we know? Uh, if you search for it uh, under an infinity search, like if you go into Viport and you filter out infinity games only, it's listed. Okay. So I take that to mean that, yes, it is going to be an infinity title. Okay, well, then I'll definitely be checking it out. I don't know that I would buy this right off the bat, but I, I would at least check it out long enough to maybe buy it if i like it on infinity i mean i i want to support the devs um so or maybe they'll just give us a key and then we'll check it out that'd be cool you know uh the, they distributed keys through a pr agency and that was right after uh we had dealt with another one of them and it wasn't the best experience so mm. i chose not to uh to request uh but i've got I've, you know i've got the uh i've got the contact info for that those guys if that's something that we decide we want to do, but to be honest, I'd rather just 
catch it on Viveport and not have any obligation. You know? Yeah, dude. I don't want to wear any suit or whatever. I still don't know the the full thing for pit, pistol whip, but I'm pretty sure they had to wear a suit for, to get the key early. Because <laughs> oh, speaking of which, and I hate I hate to do this, uh, so I won't I won't name any names. Uh, okay, um, but a fairly small title from Oculus Go coming into Oculus Quest. Uh, I, I recently requested a key so that we could review it. Uh, I was told no, uh, because we didn't have 10,000 subs yet. Oh, wow. wow. 10,000 subs, man. Can you, uh, that's crazy. We'll, we'll be able to, uh, cover this port by the time Oculus Quest three comes out. Well, if I'm not mistaken, then Gamertag can't even get that game and his channel is very successful, right? Isn't he just under 10? Uh, I'm, I think GT's over 10. I think PD might be just under. Maybe I've got that backwards. Either way, they're both very good, successful channels that should get keys. It's weird, man. I, and I then you have other people. Funny. You have other people buying subs, and then they get keys up the wazoo. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I could probably buy buy 10,000 subs for cheaper than it would cost to buy that game, but uh, that's a different episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, no, I just thought it was funny. You know, uh, that's the first time I've ever had one tell me that. Like, either it's normally it's like yes or no. It's not like, you know, well, you got to have 10,000 subs and when you get there. Well, yeah. no, I guess they kind of have to maybe be appreciative. At least that, you know, they're letting us know, dude, you're not even close. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Right, right. Well, like, yeah, I guess they could have, uh, you know, there's been a two or three of them that, that have just not responded, which is always rude. Um, so, yeah, that, I got to hand them hand that to them. They did respond. Uh, I even think they subbed to our channel here. So, oh, cool. what's up, guys? You know, you know who you are. I'm not putting you on blast uh, or anything. If I wanted to do that, I would tell everybody what game it was. Yeah, and but, besides um, the fact, no, we're not owed anything. You know, nobody owes uh, us any games. So. Speaking of uh, cool devs, how about those VR bros? The guys from A Wake In joining the Discord. I mean, they sent me some uh, gameplay yesterday, Roots. That game is looking pretty awesome. Yeah, dude. I, I That's one of the things I love the best about the show is the developers getting to know them, finding out that there are so many really cool developers and... um and just the appreciative ones, right? They're just like, they. I don't know, man. I That's just the way the world works. People appreciate each other, and I, I just think it's cool. Yeah, Lethal Weasel won a Vorpex coffee, says Phil Yarn. You got that, uh, uh, the uh, audio type going on, Phil? He must be. <laughs> uh, Vorpex coffee sounds delicious, right? Yeah. It's like, um, I got a Vorpex coffee right here. Yeah, it's not cappuccino, but it kind of tastes like cappuccino, right? Yeah, my ex said she's going to give me a frother, Wes. You know what a frother is? Um, that's kind of weird. Yeah, no, I could sound sexual, but no, it's uh, it's like whatever they use to froth up the, the thing, like at the, the baristas. And she said she bought one. She keeps sending, like one broke, and they keep sending her extras. So I'm going to take it. Yeah. I'm going to froth yeah. my coffee up. For sure. I, I need... I need my coffee to be all frou-froued up like that, too. I can't just drink it black. I've got to have uh, at least as much or more cream and sugar in it. Well, this is black, but this is on air. I don't have I don't have the luxury of cream and sugar right now. 
All right. Anyway, uh, let's get back to these demos. You know, after I couldn't play those other two, I decided to go back into Renlo. Uh, people in the chat here are saying that the Renlo has gone from their library, but of course we had the uh, the review copy. So our demo uh, today was updated to become the full early access version. It did go into full early access today. So uh, those of you interested in checking it out, uh, it has released. And uh, pleasantly surprised, Roots, because... You know, I, I didn't intend on going back in and finishing it, which I didn't. I didn't even come close. Uh, my idea was I would go back in and maybe maybe play a level of it. But uh, much to my surprise, um, the game kind of backs you up a little bit. If you're, if you're continuing from a demo save, it backs you up a little bit instead of starting you right where you left off. And the reason why is, uh, that demo what didn't give you the whole first two levels. There was a big section that they cut out uh, from between the time that you get that letter and the time that you get on that airship. There's a whole level that you have to make your way through. And uh, I didn't expect that. I thought it was pretty cool that, uh, you know, it took me in the, another 20 or 30 minutes worth of gameplay there uh, that had just been cut out of the demo. Yeah, dude, it confused me. Big time. Because I started the game, played through it, restarted it originally just to play it a little bit more, and I couldn't remember, did I finish it or did I start? So I just assumed I didn't finish it. So I'm playing through this, and I'm like, I don't remember this. Like, I started thinking maybe, like, what is going on? Did I just forget stuff? Or, uh, But I was like you, and then I realized, whoa, they, they added stuff because I had that alleyway in that um, where that water is didn't exist or I don't think it existed and that's where you went down to get to the ship and it was uh, it was really cool and that guy was still a jerk he still was ready to leave without us without turning the lighthouse on um, but I was like you I didn't anticipate going in that long but I ended up spending um, not only the time to get caught up but then I played through the next little part and I wanted to finish it but I couldn't because we literally we were about to start the show um, and I had almost ran out of time, um, lost track. But no, I, I thought the puzzles got better. Um, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. The puzzles uh, continue to be varied. I don't think that they've doubled up on a puzzle yet. Have they? Like a puzzle type? They've all been different, right? No, every single one is different and unique. And, you know, one of the things that I have hopes for too, Wes, and I just was thinking about this, how many locked doors have you came across? Like, there's a lot of locked doors that I'm assuming we're going to have to go back to. So it may have us backtracking and going back through. Um, I want to know where my dad is, you know, like he's just mysteriously sending this guy to find me. I haven't even seen him for 15 years, Wes, or however long he said it had been. Um, so, yeah, the story's intriguing. I, I just I, I think this is going to be um, a really cool game, especially when it's all said and done. You know, this could just be some predator you know, I mean, how does she know it's her dad? Like any dude could be like, uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm your dad. Uh, I'm going to send this strange guy up to pick you up in a boat. Meet me at the blue hotel. Here's your key. Yeah. Oh, it's the blue tower. <laughs> but yeah, well, if that was the case, then she probably would have boarded the boat. And then the next thing she would have known is she woke up and she was in, in shackles or something. Uh, and that's right. a completely different game. And, uh, I don't so want it. I don't want any part of that game, by the way. Um, so, so what'd you think of that next level? You know, I went into it hoping that, uh, you know, since we were getting past the demo, 
uh, things would open up a little bit in terms of scope. And I was not disappointed. I thought that the next set piece in that very next level was just gigantic and beautiful. Yeah, especially going down the tower and um, or those stairs was cool. And then um, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the clock and just everything was really cool, man. It was it was very, very huge, intriguing, and uh, it just looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I'm talking about after the boat. Did you play the next level after the boat? Uh, the boat I, I did, I, I got a, I went a little bit further. I didn't go too much further in, but I did, um, just enough to see. And like I said, I wanted to keep going and, uh, um, I just couldn't. Yeah, it was beautiful, man. There's this big, uh, uh, waterfall and like the, the, the game just really kind of opens up as far as, uh, not only like the non-playable area, but the playable area as well. It's all uh, very big. Now, with that said, uh, there, there is a lot of climbing stairs and ladders and stuff in this game. Uh, and, you know, it's not so bad the first time through, but if, like, you fail at something and you get killed, uh, it, it does get old quickly having to redo all that stuff. Yeah, or, like, if you um, you throw your bomb the wrong way to distract the guards and then you get caught over and over again. Uh, that's what happened to me. Try to get on the airship. It's like, what the hell, man? They extended that too. I was like, I, that's what really blew me away because I was like, I don't remember. It's like, oh, this is new. And then I, I got to somewhere else that I'd been to and I'm like, what is happening? So yeah, they did a good job on confusing roots big time. But uh, makes it, it kind of makes me feel like maybe I should start the whole thing over because who knows what else that got cut out of the uh, demo version that we're missing out on here. That's a good point. That's a good point. Now, did you get to anything else you could craft besides the distraction bombs? Or do you think uh, not yet? And I think that that's a good sign because I feel like it, what that means is, is that we're still very early on in the game because that's really my only concern with this now is uh, how long is this going to go on for? Is it going to continue to progress uh, the way that it has? And if so, for how long? And uh, I feel like, uh, uh, you know, very much like what I said the last time we talked about it, this is a very good start to a game. Uh, I hope it keeps it up. Yeah, me too. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that there. I didn't play a whole lot more. Uh, as for, Well, I won't say that. I'll say I, I didn't get a whole lot farther uh, than I did with the demo, uh, basically because I did play all that uh, stuff that they added in there. Uh, but I haven't made it a whole lot longer, so we're going to uh, reserve judgment and, again, once again, come back to this one at a later date. Uh, because there obviously is a lot more to play here and then even a lot more to come now that's that still hasn't been added into the game yet so yeah did they say this was like half of the game or they didn't really say they just said there's more to come right that they didn't say for sure uh exactly how long it was going to be but that was kind of the vibe i got was uh uh that by the time we finish what we've got here it's going to be right around half of the game okay cool Anyway, that's going to wrap up the demo section and get us into our topic, which is a continuation of what uh, we've been doing here, or what we started last week, I guess, I should say. And uh, that is mods and uh, emulators. We, we've decided to focus on some of these other things that aren't official VR games. Uh, there are, of course, emulators 
that allow you to play like retro games and things in VR, which is what we covered last week. We covered an emulator, the 3D SEN emulator. And Roots, uh, interesting thing about that emulator is just this past week, since our episode, they've uh, released a flat version of the 3D SEN emulator. So now people can play 3D versions of those games, but on, on a flat panel. Oh, how cool. That's one of those things that that other uh, program I was talking to you about um, does. Uh, you can do it flat as well. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. And the really cool thing about it is, is that this uh, developer now is getting a, a whole lot more uh, play recognition, you know, because the, the flat, you know, retro game channels on YouTube have a lot more followers than like the VR channels do. So now people are learning about this emulator and if they have a VR headset, they're going to find out about that too. Yeah. Well, that's where the future is, at least for the short term in VR, at least for the VR growth is the, uh, the dual v flat and VR, you know, that's just the way that we're going to get the funding and um and get the audience is, is doing both and then dra dragging people in um yeah uh recycled said cosmic played it yeah um one of the guys i watched that, that plays mario all the time uh what's his name ryukar ryukar he's uh he's a mario streamer and that guy's he's the best mario player i've ever seen roots but uh yeah he, he he's done two videos on it already and the second one was him playing Super Mario Brothers completely in reverse. So he turned the uh, the thing all the way around so that it was backwards. And you have to press right on the controller to move mm. left on the screen. And uh, he made it pretty deep into the game doing that. That's I mean, he's this guy's like a prodigy with Mario. That's pretty cool. It's a unique way to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, uh, so this week we're not doing emulators. This week we're doing mods. And, uh, you know, after much thought, I thought, you know, so many times people have told me to do the Alien Isolation VR mod. Uh, you know, I, I probably should listen to my my community, right? I mean, uh, there was a few that come up, and it's always the same few, right? It's um, GTA, it's Alien Isolation, it's Doom 3 BFG, right? Those are the ones. Uh, we actually had... Uh, another Doom mod suggested to us on the Discord this week, too. Uh, uh, was it the uh, Brutal Doom? Is that the, which one it was? Yeah, Rich? that's what somebody said. Brutal Doom. It's supposed to be really crazy. So, yeah, I've never played Brutal Doom, uh, so I imagine that it is probably pretty nuts. But we decided to go with Alien Isolation because, again, this one's uh, something that's been requested a ton of times uh, over the entire history of this channel. So uh, I kind of felt like it was a fitting, uh, fitting way to start the uh, the segment off uh, was be by playing the Alien Isolation mod. And Roots, uh, I gotta say, uh, I wasn't quite prepared for it. I, this is my first flat game modded for VR that I've actually put any kind of time into. And generally, when we play a, a VR game in preparation for the Monday show. Uh, I can play it in one day. I can play, you know, two or three hours of it, and I have a pretty good idea of what the game's going to be. Flat games aren't like that, Roots. Flat games are long and drawn out. So yesterday, when it came time to do the Monday show, I'd had about two and a half hours into the game, but I felt like I was still just at the very beginning of it. So that's kind of the reason 
why we didn't have the Monday show yesterday. And now after playing it some more, I, I pretty much doubled up my time in the game. I played nearly five hours now. I still don't feel like I've made it all that mm. far, but I, I, I can say that I really have enjoyed my time in the game so far. Okay, so first off, I my thing is, is this is the perfect game to start with because it's the easiest mod to mod. Um, you just literally take the file and drag it into the folder where it tells you, and then it's done. And I could not, I going back into it yesterday, it reminded me how amazing, um, and just how ever, I mean, you tell me what game can't be put into VR when somebody can make a mod this good that does it so well. Now, somebody, I guess, I think it's Drillo or somebody complains about scale. I didn't notice any scale, but I don't have enough experience in saying, oh, man, this scale's off or whatever, but it's felt fine to me. Did you notice the scale being off? Uh, it did. I mean, maybe just a touch small, but, I mean, it, it felt pretty good. Uh, really, the only thing that bothered me about the... Uh, uh, the VR mod was uh, when you access those terminals, those little computer things that you have to read. Uh, whenever you click on it to read it, that thing comes right up to your face. Mm. I mean, uh, so you literally have to, you know, back off from it to get it a comfortable reading distance, at least for me. And then beyond that, like uh, you have the screen that you're reading there, and then you also have text in your view from the game, right? telling you what the controls are but they're those are set at different distances so um when you're reading the the screen you have to focus here but to read the uh the on-screen instructions you have to focus back here so there was a little bit of disconnect there um caused me some eye strain especially when i first started playing it uh but after i got used to that i really didn't have any problem with uh, the game at all, it felt pretty close to a native VR game. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what, I feel like a sucker as I'm watching this gameplay because I did not search anything. I didn't find any of these things in these compartments. This person's finding all sorts of stuff. Clearly, I missed it all. Um, but uh, now, so far, what do you think of the story? Because, you know, I know that um, I was surprised at where it went, some of it went. Um, early on especially once the alien first made its first uh entry into the into the scene what did you think yeah man i, I really uh i'm really enjoying the story i uh i think that this is a really high quality game you know this when it came out and yeah i know it was like five years ago this game came out when it came out it was game of the year like it won all sorts of awards this is a high quality triple a game and I think it's awesome that we get to play it in VR. Uh, again, though, the pacing of it just seems so slow to me. Uh, I can tell that the game's going to be very good. I did find all this stuff, by the way. Mm. Uh, all this, these things that they're looking for, it's everywhere. You, you constantly gather this stuff to craft items with. But here I am five hours into the game, and the only thing that I've found a schematic to craft is a medical kit. So, like, literally my inventory is filling up from all of these crafting items I'm finding, and I can't craft anything with it. Like, uh, so that that's a bit frustrating. Uh, you were talking about Renlo having a bunch of locked doors. Dude, Alien Isolation has all kinds of doors that you either need a plasma torch to get into or an ion torch to get into or some kind of a lock tuner to get into. And again... I'm this far into the game. 
and I haven't found any of this stuff. So like, I assume at some point I'm going to be able to back, back, uh, backtrack a bit and go back and burn my way into these rooms. But, um, for a, for a scavenger like me, someone who likes to explore everything, uh, it's, it's starting to get kind of difficult to keep up with all, all of the different places I have to go back to now. How funny is it that you found all that stuff and I didn't find anything? I guess I just wasn't searching. I was just going around. I was trying to get through, you know, because I restarted the game a while back or maybe I did it yesterday when I went to play it. And I was thinking, man, I should have not done that because I didn't remember how far back it was. But I had to go through all that beginning stuff again. Um, just to get to the point where the alien even shows up. Uh, but um, now I didn't, some of the AI, I, I, if I remember correctly, wasn't the smartest as far as the enemies. When you were, I came across the group of people and you're trying to sneak around and stuff, I don't know if you encountered that or not, but of course that's been a while since I got to that point. So Yeah, it was a little weird. I, the, it's actually been quite difficult, but that's probably my fault because I'm playing on hard. Uh but uh, those guys can see you uh, from across the room, and they don't miss, man. If they if they see you, you're dead. Yeah. So, uh, but but what you're saying about the AI is absolutely true because like they forget about you quickly if you can get out of sight. So like basically half the time I stealthed it to get around them, uh, but half the time I found it easier to just run, like just run for it. They they'll see me, so what? I'll just run to where I need to go and then hide. And uh, that seems to work just as much as being stealthy does. Okay, cool. So does this seem like a game you're going to continue to play through that you want to see the end of this now? Or is it... Um... Yeah, man, I, I want to get into it. Like I said, I've got a full inventory of stuff to craft with, and I still can't craft. I'm starting to find, uh, you know, pistol ammunition now, and I still don't have a gun. So, like... Uh, I really enjoy how big the map is. This is kind of huge. There's these transports that take you to all these different wings of the facility to explore. And you don't have to go where you're supposed to. Like, uh, it'll tell you to go this place and do this thing. But now you, you really don't have to. It's not that linear. You can say, well, all right, we'll go there later. I want to go over here and explore this part. And uh, I've literally went to two or three other branches of this uh, space station and begun exploring uh, that has nothing to do with the story uh, path that I'm on. So I, I thought that, that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, this thing just oozes AAA game. So yeah, I think that I'm going to definitely keep going back to it. Uh, I just, uh, it's, it's definitely going to take some uh, adjustment for me because it's been so long since i've played a flat game like this it feels like it's taking forever to progress through it i bet now does it seem different than like resident evil as far i know a lot of people complain about using the the controller and not having hand presence uh does that bother you at all probably not because you're you know you got so much experience in there uh not not so much it's a little weird sometimes interacting with objects because uh it doesn't, there, there's hand animations for all of it, you know, which are good animations, but it doesn't always bring them directly in front of your face. It's generally off to the side. So like if you're climbing a ladder, you'll have to turn a little bit to line up with the ladder. Or if you're trying to open a lock or something, you'll have to turn a little bit to get there. 
But uh, in, in other ways, the the VR implementation is even better because, like, say, um, say when you're using one of those jack things to to break open a lock, uh, you have to grip it literally with both hands on the controllers and then rotate the, the uh, left stick all the way around to turn it. So stuff like that's actually a little bit more immersive than a game like uh, Resident Evil 7. So really, it just um, it depends on what you're doing. Uh, some things I would say yes, more immersive. Other things I would say are immersion breaking. I wish there was a little bit more instruction with things like um, I found these boxes, these power boxes that you could hack into and divert energy. Uh, and I, I can tell that I'm supposed to be using that uh, to distract these people in some ways, but uh, uh, there's only certain instances where it has worked. There's been other ones that I really haven't figured out what I'm supposed to be doing. So maybe I'm just not far along enough to know yet, but I feel like that could have been explained a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. I know exactly what you're talking about when you're running around that. Um, there's those areas. I thought it was pretty cool as I was like running around trying to hide from those people and take them out or whatever you have to do. Um, just some of the things that were just looking around the space station and, and trying to imagine, you know, what things were like before everything hit the fan, you know, so people lived yeah, here, man. they did their thing. And then all of a sudden everything's going chaos. People are killing like that. Everybody's on ship is so paranoid, man. The people that are taught you talk to people, you know, you can tell the people are not, this isn't the, even the bad guys, it's not normal for them. Cause they're like, some of them are like talking about not wanting to shoot and, like it's just it's a bizarre scenario and you put yourself in the position of these people and uh and there's this alien thing picking people off one by one and you just want to get the hell out of there it, it's just a, it's definitely a creepy game yeah and that alien's intimidating isn't it did it get you at all i'll let it get me once i don't think it did it's been a while since i saw it you know like when it first makes its, its um appearance on the scene and takes that dude out that was pretty creepy and uh yeah and it, it snuck up on me like uh, right after it takes that dude out was was when i let it get me like after that happens you're supposed to run and get on this transport hmm. uh i ran onto the transport but i didn't run all the way back in it and like activate it to close the door so i was just standing there with the open door and uh, i had my back to the open door and uh i turned around and boom there it was yeah. right in my face dead like that and it's, did it scare you the hell out of you for a second? Yeah, a little scared? bit, a little bit. Yeah. I gotta admit, it it got me a little bit. That's good. Um, but uh, that was the only time that I saw the alien. Besides that cinema scene that you were talking about, and that one time that it got me, I, I haven't seen the alien. I've heard it, you know, I've heard it a few times. This game has really good sound effects, directional audio, like a VR game, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, what did what um, did you put it on novice? I'm just kidding. The, that's, the that's, difficulty? that's the easiest level. It's like, um, I, I could, uh, well, I could see you not doing novice. No, I put it on hard, but, uh, the, I'm kind of regretting it because it is kind of hard to get around these people. Mm. But, uh, you know, that's what it recommended. Like I was going to do normal, but the, the description of normal was like, yeah, you could kind of play it like this. So I said, Oh, oh really? So what about hard then? And I flipped it over to hard and they said, this is the recommended difficulty level. And I was like, mm. well, if this is what you recommend, then this should be normal. But whatever, we'll, we'll go ahead and play it. Um, My so, thought, yeah, I, I put it on hard and it's been hard. 
Well, but, my um, my thought was that I'm never going to finish this game on anything but novice, so I put it on the easiest level. And it, you know, I mean, of course, I didn't make it any further than I did before, so it's not like it made a difference. But uh, that's what I think with a lot of these long games. I'm thinking I, I want to fit if I want to finish this game, especially a long AAA game. Putting it on a very hard mode is not a good way to start for me, anyway. Uh, it's a good way for me to get a good ways through and then quit. So yeah, well, th this is just going to go into my rotation. You know, I've got friggin 20 games now that that uh, are longer games that i'm working my way through uh this is just going to go into it i'll play it two hours at a time probably play it once a week or maybe once every other week and eventually we'll we'll get uh we'll get farther along in it and maybe even beat it yeah it would be some do some good videos on it yeah it's a it's a hell of a game and yeah i actually was going to uh make a video of it but i wanted to get to the uh part where you know i've got the alien to worry about you know and so far you know people have been the biggest threat so once i get into like the scary parts of the game uh it's been more of an action sci-fi game so far when i get into the horror then I, I probably will do a video or two yeah hussein x says you only play on hard if you want your money's worth i think i paid like five bucks or something or some two bucks or it was really cheap on sale one time from one of these cd keys I feel like I got my money's worth already, but <laughs> that's a good point, though. So. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, obviously, I can't rank it against other mods because it's the only one I've played. But I feel like it, it is one of the better, or at least it seems like it has the potential to be one of the better VR games, uh, just based on the sheer scope of it. We We normally don't get stuff that's this big. I mean, there, there's a lot of nooks and crannies to explore in this thing. Little offshoots, holes you can climb through. Uh, it's a big map. Uh, it, it's got a, a world-class uh, story going on, but it's non-linear. I mean, the story's linear, but the game isn't. Uh, you can go and do where you go where you want and do what you want. Um, there is a little weirdness uh, playing a, a flat game that. Uh, in VR, uh, for example, there are, um, I got stuck as soon as I got into the space station. Uh, I got stuck because there was a, a vent in the floor that I had to open up and crawl through, but I never saw it. Like, I never saw it because when you look at things, this game obviously isn't intended to be a VR game. So it, it's difficult to, to tell when you're looking at something that you can interact with. Uh, so literally, I, I went back and forth over this whole area three or four times before I realized, oh, I'm standing on the exit. That's funny. Uh, just, That's funny, dude, because that I, it's been a long time, but the same thing happened to me, roaming back and forth, thinking, where the hell am I supposed to go? And it's a hatch that you get go through and crawl through to another spot, and it, and uh, I must have spent 30 minutes looking back and forth, back and forth until I discovered it, um, almost like you did. Just noticed I was standing on it. So uh, it's, yeah, it's it, funny. And it doesn't help that uh, there were doors in this area that you could burn through with a torch. Again, like I mentioned, I still don't have the torch. But if you have nowhere to go and there are doors that you have to burn open with a torch, what are you going to go looking for? A torch. 
Yeah. You're going to go looking for a torch. You're not going to go looking for hatches in the ground. You're going to go looking for a torch. So, yeah, man, I, I spent a long time uh, looking for that stupid torch before I figured out that I don't need it. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. That's hilarious. But, no, I, I thought it was a high-quality game. Uh, I'm definitely enjoying it so far. Uh, I can see the potential for it to turn into a scary horror game. We're not quite there yet. Uh, but regardless if it ever gets there or not, I feel like this is going to be worth my time. Yeah, for sure. So now do you know why you can see why everybody was like, dude, you got to check this game out. Not only because of the mod, but just because they know it's your type of jam. And uh, apparently it's going to get scary because they know you like scary. And uh, um, I just, I thought it was cool. I, I like that the AAA feel to it was my favorite part of it. Like just having quests that are dragging you along different things to do um you know it just reminds you a lot of the the vr games are are lacking in in the depth yeah uh, i think that this is a a good first look uh, th playing something like this would give you a good idea of where i think vr is going to be going in the next couple of years and i think that this star wars game from electronic arts is just the first of uh of a string of triple a vr games that we're going to start getting uh i think valve has proven that it can be profitable. I think that uh, Facebook is investing in these uh, these these different game development companies for a reason. I mean, they just bought uh, Ready at Dawn uh, yesterday. I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, Ready at Dawn's made some pretty well-regarded flat games as well. Uh, and I think Sony's going to continue to invest in uh, VR as a medium as well. So I think these next couple of years... Uh, we're gonna get, we're gonna see VR kind of take that triple A turn, and uh, I feel like a game like Alien Isolation is a good example of, uh, you, you know, what we can expect. Obviously, uh, it's not perfect as a VR game, and it's a bit dated as an older game. But I feel like the scope uh, of this game is pretty accurate uh, and pretty well representative of what we can expect in the very near future yeah plus it's always on sale it's what a great um price usually it's it's i know it's well under 10 bucks if you're buying it on sale um i could have sworn i paid five bucks for it or something but definitely worth playing the price of admission especially with as much content as you get as much as the yeah. uh, story the triple a everything about it so yeah and listen if you're not technically savvy and you're worried about uh whether or not you can mod this game, don't. This is this game is simple to mod. It's literally copy and paste one file. That's it. You copy it, you paste it, you're done. And uh, it runs great. Uh, you know, obviously I sold my Rift S. I played via the Oculus Quest link. Ran perfectly. No, no problem whatsoever. Yeah, it runs really well. So yeah, it is motion, yeah. Easy, everything. easy startup was good. Anyway, uh, so that's going to uh, wrap it up, I think, here. Uh, you guys be sure to let us know what you want us to do next. I guess we'll do an emulator uh, next time we come back to this series, which it may be a few weeks before we get back to it because we have some other stuff uh, that we need to cover. But uh, be sure to let us know what emulator you want us to do next, what mod you want us to do next. Uh, of course, you can do so in the comments down below. Or you can scroll down to the description, and of course, you will find the invitation to our Discord. Uh, if you really want to 
contact us and talk to us about this or anything else, that's the best way to do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if you haven't already before, hit the like button, hit the uh, subscribe, do all that. Actually, hit the um, notifications for all notifications, which is for some reason, I don't know why they keep making it more and more difficult to get notifications from people. But if you don't click that all, Wes, um, you don't get all of them. So yeah it's a conspiracy roots yeah it's yeah. a what c is it? o n spiracy yeah oh cause speaking of conspiracies man like one of these days we should just start spouting stuff off and like time it well no i don't want to do that because i don't want to get the channel <laughs> marked but there are things you cannot say and anybody that disbelieves it give it a shot um because it's crazy we're living in crazy times yeah, man. I mean, like uh, George Carlin's words were never more, uh, never more true, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the censorship we all fought against. You know, censorship was a um, was a bad word when when I was growing up watching MTV. They always railed against censorship, and now these very same people who who once you know led the fight against censorship are the same people now that telling you that you can't say that. Yeah, it's well, crazy. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, I totally want to hurt everybody's <laughs> feelings, except for the people who are in our community. And how can you join our community? Of course, you all know you can do so by clicking on the subscribe button. As Roots just said, the notification bell to stay up with all of our content here on the Virtual Strangers channel. Cool. And with that said, friends, we would like to thank you once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you next week, friends.